And we're back. This is Dump on the Ump. Season 2, Episode 2. Jesse, that song is kind of annoying and repetitive. Why'd you pick oh, it yeah. for us? Well, I was listening to uh, a different podcast. Uh, can you believe it? I don't listen to just ours. I've tried to listen to other podcasts, too. Yeah, they're pretty good. Um, but it was an interview with uh, that, the musician who wrote that song and produced it, uh, Todd Rundgren. And he was talking about how he hates the song also, but it's like paid all of his bills. Um, <laughs> and he like, he also, he's crazy, but yeah, basically that it, it like, he was making like tons of money because Carnival Cruises had licensed the song for their ads, but then they kept killing like hundreds of people, like in crashes. So he lost that. They stopped using it. They changed their ad campaign. Oh, that's anyway. Wait, because they blame the song for crashing their no, they had to change. It couldn't be like party on the high seas anymore because now we're just crashing all kinds of stuff and you're going to die when you're on our boats. I thought um, people died from their new slogan. <laughs> 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 yeah, no more parties. It's a death race. Death Pretty much. So this is our um, second episode of season two. Um, I think most of you know who we are by now, but just in case you forgot... My name is Joel. Um, I'm from Champaign, Illinois. I'm uh, Sam. I'm broadcasting live from Brooklyn, New York right now. And uh, this will be my first uh, remote bot broadcast going forward, which will be my permanent broadcast home. Um, this is Jesse, by the way, uh, from, <laughs> the, from the Ithaca, New York area. How is uh, Ithaca? Uh, it's beautiful up here. Yeah, it was very warm today. Um, Gorgeous. I, I spent my time burning stuff mostly. I work. Yeah, I'm not gonna give too many personal details out right now. Right. <laughs> right. But his job includes fire and living yeah. in Ithaca. And I may or may not have singed my eyebrows today. That's yeah. all you need to know for now. So we had a, a first. Um, podcast of the season a while ago, actually, like a month yeah. ago. We apologize for the delay. Yes. But now baseball season is actually started. We're two weeks in, and we were just talking, so it's it's April. And I wanted to say, before we really get into baseball season, baseball talk, I feel like the long winter of discontent is finally over. For me personally, like, there's this stretch of the calendar year from about the Super Bowl to opening pitch where I get, like, sports seasonal depression. Yeah, it's like a wasteland. Yeah, it's like a a total wasteland. It's super sad. And then April comes along and I'm like, oh, thank God. Thank God. The Masters is on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> no no can I interject for a second that I was at a bar eating like I got a burger and a beer I was by myself and the Masters is on and I actually watched it for like 40 minutes and it was pretty good I had no idea what was going on I don't really know how golf works but I uh, just I don't understand the appeal personally no I mean yeah I, I don't either I watched golf one time and it was entertaining. 
most of the other times is incredibly boring. Right. Were you, like, hammered? No, it was actually, though, ironically, it was um, kind of, like, because the situation they had this year was uh, Jordan Spike, I don't know how to pronounce his name because I don't follow golf, had, like, the epic collapse uh, oh, yeah. at the end of the Masters, which is, like, a part of sports. Like, I guess that should be one of the criteria. You know, if we're talking about, like, is, is poker a sport? Right. Is golf a sport? Is, like, foosball a sport? I think one of the criteria for being a sport is that you can have an epic collapse. Mm. And this dude was, like, coasting and then had an epic collapse and ended up coming in second at the tournament. Right, he, like, scored, like, uh, he had been, like, a, I don't even know, like, seven or something like that on a... They got four yeah, extra like, points. A, a triple bogey, I believe, is what it's yeah. called. Yeah. Did he? Did he like break his golf clubs over his knee? He hit it into the water twice in a row, which right. is like a bad thing to do, I guess. So, does golf have a bad boy? Is there like a bad boy of golf? I don't know. Just uh, wonder, wonder how that <laughs> works. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't spend a lot of time watching or investing in golf. I spent most of the time I was watching it just wondering. So you know how when they when they drive the ball at, at the beginning, everyone in the crowd is watching, and they right. quickly like snap their necks the other way to see where the right, ball goes. Right, right, right. How often does does like someone hit the ball and just slice it right into the crowd, <laughs> and like everyone like turns, but someone like, gets like. Crazy. <laughs> Smack in the face with a golf ball. I would say that that probably almost never happens. Right, because if you look at it, like, on the green, it's like people are pretty close, like, in pretty tight quarters there. I think that in the history of golf, though, that has to have happened at least once, once. right? Yeah, definitely. I feel like that's true. Sorry, that was tangential to... Yeah, no, that's okay. Thanks for reminding Uh, me how much I dislike golf. Um, although you did remind me how much I do like uh, ping pong, because uh, when you were saying when the fans snap their necks, like I love watching like any volley, <coughs> volley sport like tennis, but really ping pong when there's an audience and they're like turning their heads like left, right, left, right. Yeah, that's it's like always... a much faster back and forth. Yeah, yeah, that's entertaining. How do you feel about badminton? Oh, I uh, love. The, I've never watched it on TV. I mean, it's awesome, but do they play play badminton on TV? Um, during the Olympics, they do. Which is coming up this summer, which um, right. we'll have a lot to talk about that. The Zika Olympics. Yeah. Yeah, the, Z- yeah, the, the fucked We're, up... The everything Zika the, everything is on... Yeah, the revolution. Olympics. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so bad. People gonna are going so to bad. die. Brazil is going to burn. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that funny, but yeah. It's really, it's really not Well, I was thinking, funny. like, I wonder how many people are going to not participate because of Zika. Like, do, I mean, do you think Zika is going to stay? I mean, like, they've already got, like, massive, like, labor law violations. Massive yeah, people, corruption. Like, that's not going to affect, like, people... It's a Zika. That doesn't necessarily, like, this, you know, uh, the international community who, who would be participating, like, they can ignore that. 
apps if they need to. Right. They can't ignore like a viral disease they have no control over. Right. Right. Yeah. You know. Well, but okay, Zika affects people in you a little bit, right? Like if you get infected with Zika, it's your fetus. Right, I feel like a lot of people get pregnant. You know, right, right, that's what we're saying. You know what I mean? yeah. Right, have you heard about, like, the Olympics is essentially like a two-week orgy. Right, Sorry, and I've there's heard. a sex yeah. trade also, I'm assuming. Right, it's because they're all so fucking good-looking. They're, like, super fit, you know? Are you talking about Brazilians or Olympic athletes? Olympic athletes. Hmm. They're all, like, banging each other. Because, like, right, the um, Olympic Village is a big fucking orgy, is what they say. Right, yeah. it's like they're breeding the, a race of like superhumans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's like the in Brazil, theory. that might be you know, welcome. <laughs> but I think I feel like the, the World Cup was followed directly up by the Olympics, and like yeah. FIFA and the Olympic. National, like, international committee are both, like, super corrupt, like, organizations, right? right. That's, right. that's right. been very well documented, <clears throat> which just makes me think that, like, you know, I don't know what happened in Brazil, but they got, they're getting taken for a ride, for sure. Yeah. And when so, was the last time one country did back-to-back -back World Cup and then Olympics? Like, that's crazy also. I mean, the argument for, like, having a permanent location for the Olympics is should be true. I mean, like, I don't see, like, they should, the fact that... No, I like it when it travels around. But it's such a, like, it's so fucked up to whatever community it goes to. Right. It's just, like, you know, ridiculous sums of money, displacement, people are, you know, just shoddy worksmanship, you know? <laughs> it's just, like... I'm not suggesting all of them be in, like, Sochi, Russia, or whatever it is, but, like... Or, I mean, the issue is, should it always have to be... Because you've got, like, the second world countries, not quite third world, but the second world countries, you know, uh, uh, Brazil and, well, China. Let, let's say, like, developing countries, right? Brazil, China, du uh, what, is it Dubai who wants the World Cup? Yeah, right. South exactly. Africa, yeah. Russia, Qatar. Qatar. They got it, right? Yeah, but know. it's being questioned, I think. I, I'll have to Google that. It's being questioned oh. because it was all bribe-related. Right. But because for the history, it's always been like U.S., Soviet Union, Germany. U.S., Soviet Union, right. England. U.S., France. U.S., right? Maybe yeah. Japan one time. But, like, so these, but that's because, first of all, those are, like, the first world nations who dominate, but also they have the infrastructure to support it, hypothetically. Right. So these other countries are like, hey, you guys are just cashing in on us. We want to be able to host the Olympics. But then it's like, okay, can you support the infrastructure needed to do it? Right. Well, yeah, with lots of bribes and modus and, like, you know, in a generation, these are all going to be crumbling. Not even a generation. In a few years, we're just going to have a nation of empty stadiums. Right, we're going to have, like, 50 soccer stadiums. Like, Gre and Greece. I mean, fail. you look at Greece, which, I mean, I don't think the Olympics is why they had a economic collapse, but... 
they hosted the Olympics and then had an economic collapse. And then had an economic collapse. <laughs> <laughs> Correlation yeah, is not causation. It didn't help that right, it didn't help. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think with with the Olympics, it, I also think that like the whole the whole idea of it has gotten so outsized, like a lot of things. Where like sixty years ago, when Rome held the Olympics, it was not as like I don't think the infrastructure that was built for it then in the sixties necessarily was as outsized as it is today. Right. And like perhaps like especially like in, in a in you know, a very like global world we live in with the internet and everything, like maybe it doesn't all have to be in the same country at the same time. Well that's interesting. What if what if we just you know, it's it's not like they don't like broadcast it in a strange way anyway in this country. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right, but I think that like a lot of the draw is that people can go there. Right. And like you know, see a bunch of different sports. But if it's like, you know, if it's not centralized, then there's no way to, to do that. Because it's like, if you want to watch, like, swimming for some reason, and you want to watch <laughs> ping pong, and it's like, but, you know, swimming is in Canada and ping pong is in China. That doesn't, mm. it's right. not the same sort of, like, draw, you know? Right. Yeah. Handball. Yeah, also... I think that swimming is like my least favorite Olympic sport. Really? Right, it's so popular. It's so popular. I know, but I, 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 like I like swimming. And like Australia and China. Like, I, I like, here's, here's one thing I like about the summer, and actually this more applies to Winter Olympics, but like weird national rivalries over very specific sports. Like, I right. feel like there's a U.S. Australian swimming rivalry, right? right? And like a U.S. like Jamaican sprinting rivalry, right? Like, like we we're yeah. not rivals with Jamaica really about everything, but I feel like every year when it's like time for the 100 yard dash, it's like ah oh, the Jamaican or or even more the relay races. It's like yeah, let's go get those Jamaicans. And like beat them at the de- at the hundred yard dash. Yeah, my podcast. Oh, no, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, I mean, U.S. and Lithuania at basketball. Uh, I'm good. No, thank you. Yeah, I feel like there's some funny like the biathlon, which is like when you like ski and then ski and then ski. Is uh, that's that's my most favorite Olympic. That's game. a pretty sweet Olympic biathlon. Yeah. Or the skeleton rifle rifle rifle. Yeah. yeah. Or, but women's hockey, the American women's hockey team and the Canadian women's hockey team, they fucking hate each other. I was reading yeah. things about the last Olympics where, like, the American women were, like, leaving, like, dirty Canadian flags outside the Canadian women's hotel rooms. What, what does a dirty flag mean? Like they like, like they stomp like they stomped on it, yeah. Like wipe their asses with it. Feet, I think. <laughs> Hopefully not. At, yeah, yeah, yeah. I assumed feet. Soiled Canadian flags everywhere. Soiled, soiled Canadian flags everywhere. But I mean, hockey. It's like 
Canada and America, and then there's like and Western Europe. Yeah. I feel like you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. Um, well, this is the first year in the um, NHL that there are no Canadian, Canadian teams, teams in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard, I heard, this, I heard that. Yeah, um, and then the person who was reporting on that made a whole point that like, which I think is a little flawed, but that a lot of the you know there are less Canadian teams, and that's why like. That you know, the team from Quebec City doesn't exist, and the team from uh, whatever else or something, you know, like there used to be a team there. from Quebec City. There had been. I think it went to become like the Phoenix team or the oh, wow. Carolina bullshits right. or whatever. Where it snows, Arizona. Well, I feel like you know it's probably better to run a pro sports franchise in the U.S. than it is in Canada. You know why? Because they have the taxes are so much no, no, higher. No. Hey, they pay exchange the Canadian rate. players get paid in American dollars. Yeah, exchange rate. They get paid in American dollars. Yeah, yeah. isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. It, it, so that's like huge expense. Huh. Yeah. Except for the foolish ones who want to get paid in Canadian dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder. Yeah, I can't. All all of the all of the Dallas Stars get paid in Canadian dollars. <laughs> right. <laughs> it the American good. teams get paid Canadian dollars. The Canadian teams get paid American dollars. It's super confusing. That's that's an XFL rule. You get paid Canadian dollars. You get paid Canadian dollars. Yeah. Sometimes stronger. Once every fifteen years, it's stronger. It's like every paycheck you get is in a different currency. Uh, <laughs> what is this? Ten thousand shekels? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a luck of the draw type of thing. Sometimes you get like really high paycheck because it's in like right. euros and francs, and sometimes Some- it's in like out of yen. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you're making Sweet, euro I got a hundred. Sometimes you're getting like Guatemalan pesos, you know. <laughs> Like, oh, 40 billion, fuck, 40 billion rubles, like. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't Bitcoin. know how weak the ruble is right now, but I think. I've had pretty weak. I've had weak. I, no, I mean, just... I know that they're like, oil prices have fucked up the whole economic system. Yeah, who ain't for fracking, right? Anyway. <laughs> It's not, it's not something here every day. <laughs> um, baseball. So, yeah. so we're two Moving weeks in. Yeah, now onto the main event. Um, who who is exceeding expectations after just two weeks, and what teams are not meeting expectations? This I week? think the Baltimore Orioles are playing really good baseball, uh, yeah. and. They weren't expected to be as good as they have been, starting uh-huh. off anyway. Um, they were supposed to be at the bottom of the division. Yeah, their starting pitching has been really good, and everyone was expecting it to be terrible. So, and they're, then, they're ahead in the AL East right now. Yeah. The and, AL East is all pretty tight. I mean, you've got... You've got Toronto, Tampa, Boston, and New York all have seven losses. Right. And there's three games between... I mean, you know, again, 
caveat, they've played between 12 and 15 games each, but right. you've got only three games between number one Baltimore and number five, the Yankees. Um, right. So yeah, that, everyone's kind of running around 500. Yeah. Because um, that's kind of the time of year it is. Right. You win some, you lose some. Uh, right. Exactly. Um, so, oh yeah, they've got, and they've got, I mean, Orioles offense, they've got Adam Jones, Chris Davis, Mark Trumbo. They've got some hitting on it. Adam Jones hasn't been playing. No, he hasn't? No, uh, he's got a fucked up back. And he's, like, been pinch hitting a little bit or coming in, like, late in the game as, like, a defensive replacement, but he hasn't been playing full games. Maybe he is now. Uh-huh. But I they think... played the Red Sox earlier in the week or over the weekend, and uh, he wasn't playing during that series. Uh-huh. They took two out of three against the Red Sox. They're playing the Blue Jays right now. Yeah, they're playing Texas also. Yeah, they lost two out of three to Texas. Um, I mean, Texas is the team to beat in the AL West, for sure. Do you think so? I thought it was going to be... I mean, yeah, probably. I thought it was going to be Houston. Houston, I guess, is on that list of um, underachieving teams. I mean, it's so hard to tell this time of year, but... It seems like, you know, if, if, I mean, the Rangers have pitching, they have, you know, batters, it, it they, they could, you know, it's a fairly weak division. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's hard to say, but I wouldn't be surprised if they wanted. Yeah. The, the, uh. I mean, the best team in the league, in the major leagues right now, is Washington. Right. With a 10, with a 10 and 3 record. Or, or the, and Cubs. the Cubs. Or the Cubs, yeah. 11, 11 and 4 record. Yeah, and the Cubs have a better differential. Um, that would be a fun, like, NLCS. Washington, Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I those are just both teams. I kind of... You know, I was a big Expos guy back in the day, but my affection didn't transfer when they made the move to Washington. Right. Um, and I kind of, I don't know. I don't know why. Just, I mean, maybe I'm a little resentful that they moved from Montreal to Washington. Yeah, it really, seems like, yeah. I don't really care for them so much. It, it seems like those are two opposite concepts. I mean, you have the Montreal right. Expos, the only non-English language team, right? Right. And then they right. were like, like your fucking home runs are measured in meters. <laughs> <laughs> right. And they moved to Washington, D.C. And then named themselves the Nationals. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> right. I mean, it's not like they were a bunch of French-Canadian players, but I just feel, you know, but used to used to go up to Olympic Stadium as a kid, and it was awesome. And then, like now, I don't do that anymore. Right. So. Well, there was talk last year, a little chatter about the Expos becoming, you know, some sort of possibly, Montreal team. Yeah, possible possible expansion or, or uh, I don't know if they were going to move somebody. They were going to move someone. Who was that? 
Houston? I don't know. Cal suggest a few teams that could do blues. Yeah. Maybe it's the A's. I don't know. Probably I know. Not. We talk about this pretty regularly. About... Well, let's just do it. Well, let's do it with all San Diego sports teams. Let's, How about that? Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, yeah. we'll soon be rid of a San Diego NFL team. We're already what? rid of a St. Louis NFL team. Right. That's not totally in the cards yet, right? Is it? Is it I thought. Let me. Let me. I thought the Chargers are definitely moving. They've got their last year oh. in San Diego. So the the Rams Wait, are moving. Where are they going? L.A. L.A. will have well, they're two. Both going to LA. They're both going to L.A. Yeah. They're trying to pull a like Giants Jets kind of tandem bullshit thing right. going. Well, they used to have it with. Uh, Raiders Rams. Were they there at the same time? Oh yeah, for a while. Why didn't? Uh. <laughs> yeah, didn't you see that thirty for thirty? Yeah, the Raiders and the Ram and the Rams were both in LA teams for like late eighties, early nineties. I, I know they were both LA teams, but at the same I time, didn't mm -hmm. but you know, I, I from what I remember, last year the Chargers fans. And like they had like a Sacramento Kings esque like defense of the, you know, of they have the city behind them and stuff. And um, and why are they moving? They couldn't get money to build a new stadium. Um, uh, it says here um, on January twelfth, the Rams were approved by the NFL to relocate back to LA for the twenty sixteen season. And the Chargers were given a one-year option to join the Rams in the LA. In LA, however, team chairman and CEO Dean Spanos announced on January 29th that the Chargers would remain in San Diego for the 2016 season. So maybe it's still up in the air whether they're gonna go back to LA or not. All right. It's crazy that the Rams also are... also talk about teams that I could care like less about the San Diego Chargers, yeah, yeah. and the and the St. Louis Rams or the L.A. Rams. Yeah, are they going to call them the L.A. Rams? Are they going to change their name? I think they'll be the L.A. Rams because they used to be the L.A. Rams. On January fourteenth, the team filed paperwork for official trademark protection of the term Los Angeles Chargers. For the purposes of running and marketing a professional football franchise, they submitted to Santa Ana for a five-acre parcel of land. I mean, I think the Chargers are definitely going to LA after this year. They've got one more year at uh, in San Diego. What about the Padres? What about? I don't know. They're terrible. Yeah, they yeah. are in last place. Yeah. Well, they're and they spent. They like made that big push yet last year for all those good players. Spent a lot of money, traded a lot, made a lot of trades, you know, and then like nothing happened. Yeah, I mean that's just like I. I felt like that was like, and I feel like it's indicative of what the Mariners have tried to do over the years, but just like the scattershot approach, like <clears throat> you know. Most basic, most good baseball teams are teams that you know have some sort of like organic relationship that builds over a period of time. Yeah, uh, versus just like, 
stuff players together, you know? Like, yeah. I feel like it was like a similar off-season approach to what was the Miami Marlins, right? Right. Like a couple years back where they like build a new stadium, spend all this money on superstars, like made a bunch of trades and then were just terrible. And then there was like a fire sale. And the Padres, I feel like, had a similar situation last year, right? Although they maybe didn't dismantle their team. I thought the Padres, maybe I'm wrong about this, I thought the Padres tried to make a push. Like, they thought they were in um, playoff contention. I think I think they thought last year. They were, no, yeah. I don't think they were. No, I they, think they thought they were like sixty percent of the way there. Yeah, and they were like, okay, we'll add like these four elements, <clears throat> and like that will maybe get us a wild card shot. Yeah, they and were highly it, criticized for it, but they they were buyers at the trade deadline. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Really pay much attention to the San, to San Diego. But they are the team who does the camo. Yeah, I, I think. Right? Yeah, we've I talked about that. I'm not. Big, I'm not a big fan of that. But yeah, I'm not I a big think, fan of it either. Yeah. But I mean, I, I feel like if they're going to do it that often, they should just make it their everyday jersey. And then not be the Padres. Than, then be like the. Infantry or the you know right. the GIs or something like that. Because the enlisted men. The enlisted. Ooh, that'd be kind of creepy. The San Diego <laughs> enlisted. Ooh. Yeah. That's got an ominous ring to it. XLB. Yeah, that's that'll be our XLB franchise. The San Diego enlisted. Is it? Correct me if I'm wrong, but is San Diego not? Like a navy town, right? No, it's a total navy town. Yeah, yeah. Navy. and and yeah, it's for the troops. So they should be the San Diego Commodores. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, and their and their mascot's just a giant steamship. Right. The Vanderbilt Commodores. That's the football, the college team. Vanderbilt. Or like the huh. ding, the dingies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you could have such good. Um, uh, like two dollar beer nights, like two dollar Monday night beer night. Get dingy with the dingies. <laughs> yeah. Every time someone hits a dinger, you you like the steamship goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just play like uh, what's the 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 Mickey Mouse cartoon, the Steamship Willie, Steamboat Willie. Yeah, like for the seventh inning stretch. Oh, I'd I'd pay money to see that team. Yeah, I think a lot of people would. But they do pretty well, right? Don't they have a pretty good fan base in San Diego, or am I making that up? Well, here's the thing, and I I mean, okay, so I've been to San Diego like twice in my life, and it's right. a really cool city to visit. Right. It's awesome, uh, and it's a big city. It's really big like you've got it's one of those like southwest towns that are actually huge but they're newer and they don't have like the I'll play this music instead. 
You had to pour that like pitcher of water down the drain, right? No, no. Well, I, I meant to press the view button. I pressed the like no camera button instead. But that's probably for the past all. It's all right. Uh, but yeah, like San Diego. For, for those a... people who made it this far into the podcast, like congratulations. Yeah. That's, called, that's called Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, my only point is that San Diego, uh, San Diego is a big town, but it's like not an established like metropolitan area in the way that like Cleveland, like San Diego is way bigger than Cleveland, but it's like newer and doesn't have like an established like metropolitan area, you know, um, so yeah. And then they're going to be down to just a baseball team. Right. Yeah. Also, their name of their state, they're named after Petco Park. What do you mean? It's called Petco Park. Yeah. The stadium. So, people love pets. I don't know, this is stupid. <laughs> right, isn't it also the biggest stadium in, uh, in the major leagues? I don't know, but Jesse and I were actually talking a little bit about that. Uh, yeah. uh, before, yeah. Yeah, my, 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 my thinking on it was that, so, you know, in the 70s, 80s, when they built these large dome-style stadiums, like the you know, massive ones, and then in the late 90s and 2000s, they knocked those down and rebuilt other stadiums. Right. Newer, newer, more updated stuff. But I still think that they're building too big. I think that they need to cut down by about half, or like a third at least, you know, to try and get to this, I think the size of like Fenway makes more sense. Like they're not, they're not. So, it, it. You look at like a game on TV for a team that's not in first place, and like it's empty on a Tuesday night. You know, it doesn't make sense. Right. Well, some stadiums, so. Right. That's interesting. Okay, I mean, so I just, I just googled, I just googled. Um, List of baseball stadiums by capacity. Do you guys, do you guys want to guess on biggest, smallest? I meant, I meant San Diego field dimensions. It's the biggest. Oh, not, not seating. Oh, okay. Of fans. Gotcha. Like they you know, to hit a home run in the center field, you have to hit the ball. I'm pretty sure like 750 feet. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a pitcher post. Capacity. Wise. Yeah. I think, I think the Dodgers Stadium is the biggest one. You would be correct. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you can fit like 70,000 people. No, only, um, it is the, that's interesting, because that's what I would have guessed. I probably would have even guessed bigger than that. Dodger Stadium is the largest MLB stadium with a capacity of 56,000. Oh my God. Six, right. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Ah. I'm sure. This, <laughs> really? Yeah. Sure you were, Jesse. I think 70 is like what football stadiums have. It's like right, but I thought college stadiums yeah. have like 125,000. Yeah. The Michigan Stadium has like 125,000 person capacity. Yeah. They're huge. The smallest is Marlins Park for the right. Miami Marlins, 36,742. Second smallest is Fenway. 
Right. Fenway's smaller than Wrigley? I thought Wrigley was... Wrigley is at 42,495 capacity. Huh. Yeah. Wrigley is actually average. That's interesting. I would I would have agreed with you, Sam. That's weird. I say we take it down to about ten thousand, like triple A ball style. Ten thousand. George Steinbrenner Field in Tampa, Florida, has a capacity of ten thousand. Durham Bowls Park in Durham, North Carolina, capacity ten thousand. Okay. Yeah. Top five. Let me guess them right now. Okay. Top five. All right. So you got Dodger Stadium. It's the Coliseum. Is that what's called? No, this is just this, no Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium. Mm-hmm. Okay. Coliseum is where the A's play. I'm gonna say number two is the Coliseum. Where who plays? The A's. Yes, correct. Number three would be where the Texas Rangers play. Ooh. No. Number four, the Houston Astros, and number five, Yankee Stadium. That's Number like five that. is right. You got one, two, and five right. Right. Three Three's and four, four way off. I would say... Way off. Bush yeah, way Stadium? Off. Oh, no, Cellular Field. Nope. Nope. Bush Stadium? Nope. Right brand, though. Think about the, the brand. Um, Not Bush Stadium, but... Budweiser Stadium? Oh, closer. <laughs> different, different, uh, be- different brand of beer. Brewers? No, where do the Brewers play? Brewers play in like Miller Park. They Coors play Coors Field. Coors Field, yes. Right, yeah. Number three, Coors Field. Really? Yep. Fifty thousand four forty-five. Is the Phillies where the Phillies play? No, you're not getting against this one. Um, Wait, I might. Though. Okay. Oh, it's uh, the Rodgers. No. No. Mm-mm. That place is. Is, it where, is the Tampa, uh, Arizona, or Tampa Bay? Neither. Tampa Bay. Oh no, that was Miami. That was the smallest. Um, give you a hint. There was recently a big political fight about relocating the stadium into the suburbs so that. Oh, Atlanta. There Turner you go. Fields. Turner yeah. Field, fifty thousand. Huh. So number That's one, cool. Dodger Stadium. Number two, OCO Coliseum. Number three, Coors Field. Number four, Turner Field. Number five, Yankee Stadium. Huh. Well, I got three out of five. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that was really uh, good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, but baseball, I mean, so baseball, you don't need to sell out every game. No. Right? right. I mean, they don't make their money on ticket sales. It's all, it's all you know, selling hats and crap. Oh, the lucrative hat industry. Yes. Yeah. Why does everyone wear? I mean, maybe less so than before, but like I feel like you used to see Yankees hats all over the all over the place, no matter where you were. They're not. They're not as good as they were eight years ago. Maybe that's true. It's also like that was like Jay Z did that. Yeah. Maybe the hat industry is just dying out. Yeah. It's a new era. It's a new era. Jesus, there's a stadium in North Korea that has a capacity of 150,000. Oh, Verizon oh. Field? <laughs> Wait, but doesn't, doesn't, uh, doesn't the, where the Wolverines play? Yeah, yeah, hold on. 125, um, something like that? Uh, according to Wikipedia, 
the largest stadium by capacity in the world is in Pyongyang for the uh -huh. Korean national football team uh -huh. with 150,000 people. Wow. Who do yes. they play? Who did the North Korean soccer team play? Don't, don't, I don't know. China? Probably. Yeah, probably. And then it's all football. Uh, college football. Number well, they two. They play a lot of, a lot of different Teams, yeah. I don't know. They're just like isolated. They probably would just play like the lesser. They probably like whatever the second biggest city in North Korea is, you know? Yeah. So why are like, college football stadiums bigger than pro football stadiums? That's what I want to know. Why are they? Yeah. Because alumni is like an always growing. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I bet that is. I think they also give, like, you know, a school like Michigan or like Ohio State. What, yeah, like Ohio 35, State. 50, no, that's like oh a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. A third of this, the third of the stadium is devoted to giving those students affordable tickets. Uh -huh. Alumni get affordable tickets, and then they maybe alumni don't get a, like cheaper tickets. But I mean, well, I think that I think that tickets are cheaper in general, right? And so they. Uh, I think that just more people can afford to go, basically, because like you know, you go to a you go to a NFL game and you have to pay like seventy bucks for the cheapest ticket they have. But if you go to like a college football game, you know, you can pay ten bucks and sit mm -hmm. up in the top. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So just more people go because it's like affordable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the largest professional, so the largest NFL stadium, do you want to guess? I do. Yeah. Uh, Chicago? Oh, no, no, Dallas. No. Dallas. Oh, Dallas. No, actually. No. Not, uh, according to this, no, that's weird. I wonder, nope, yep, there it is, so not, not AT&T. That's the Dallas one. Closer to home. Uh. Meadowlands? Uh, not anymore. Where do those teams play now? Oh. MetLife Met Stadium. Oh, MetLife. In East Rutherford, New Jersey. 82,566. Right. Do don't call it Meadowlands anyway, though? Probably, I mean, we, 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 people in Chicago still call, uh, the Willis Tower the Sears Tower, so I don't know. Is that called the Sears Tower? No, it got bought a couple of years ago by, like, Willis, which is, like, some British insurance company. Oh, it's the Willis God. Tower. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Michigan Stadium is the largest American football stadium, 107,601. Woo! 107,000 people. One, two, three, four, too. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. There are fifteen college football stadiums bigger than the largest NFL stadium. Wow. Yeah. And are those the top fifteen in the country? Just capacity wise? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, you guys want to talk about baseball again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was really into that. Since we're supposed to be a baseball podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just got um, really into that. that. Cool. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, uh, what do you want to talk about baseball? Let's well, talk predictions. 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 Yeah, we could talk predictions. We could talk about our our own teams, how they're doing thus far. All right, let's do that. Um, I've been watching a lot of Red Sox games. Um, the Red Sox are looking. I'm feeling pretty good about the team this year. Um, the offense has been scoring a lot of runs yesterday, not included. Um, this team has been okay. Uh, and the bullpen has potential to be totally lights out. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah. Well, we got Yui Hara now as our setup man. And then we got, uh, what's his name, as the closer. Um, you know, the guy from the Braves who played for the San Diego Padres last year. Oh, his uh, name is... Breslau? No. No. Oh, man, why am I blanking on this right now? It's like our big off-season pickup. Yeah, I can't remember his name either. Um, Kimbrell. Oh, Craig. It's a different Craig. Yeah, Craig Kimbrell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he, you know, he's like been the best in the league for the past five years. Huey Hara was our closer, amazing, for like the past three years. And then, you know, we got Tazawa taking care of the seventh. And then it has the potential, you know, if everyone stays healthy and good, to be like a lights out seven, eight, nine lineup. Um, I feel like that's super important. Almost equally as important as starters who can go six innings. Uh, All right. Which has been kind of hit and miss for the Sox this year. I, I remember reading something maybe it was last week about they benched Sandoval. Yeah, he's on the DL. Right, well, they, they benched him and then he, like, got on the DL because he's, like, basically didn't – he, like, didn't play in spring training, right? Because he was overweight. Yeah. And did you see – Oh my god, he pinch hit one time this year. I mean, he played a few games before he got benched and put on the DL. Uh-huh. But he uh, he was pinch hitting one time, and they he swung at the ball and like exploded his belt. Did you see that? <laughs> no. <laughs> his like belt like busted off. It's like a huge gut. That's like Homer Simpson ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like straight up. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, I feel kind of bad for him. Although I don't really feel bad for him. I feel more angry at him because we're paying him so much fucking money. Um, but, you know, Travis Shaw's this rookie, or maybe he was a rookie last year. He's playing third base. I feel pretty good about that. Um, he's a lefty batter. Uh, he's got some power. And is kind of part of this young core of like offensive players, or offensive, defensive, non pitchers that of the Red Sox that I'm really excited about. But it's all kind of a matter of seeing if they can put it all together. Uh, which I don't know. I think they'll definitely score a lot of runs. Yeah, I mean, as the Mariners go. <clears throat> um, it's a, it's a new day, new GM, new manager. Um, 
their whole idea in the offseason was to pick up, basically add what they said was add speed and athleticism. I put that in air quotes, athleticism, uh, to the roster. Um, which basically, to me, translates to not a bunch of like dumb sluggers. But as far as I can tell, they didn't do that. All they did was add a bunch of dumb sluggers. Um, they picked up... Uh, one one pickup I like is uh, Norichiko uh, Aoki, um, who's been playing left field. Uh, he played for the Brewers before, is that right? Uh, I don't think last year played for the Brewers. I think he played for the... Uh, I can't remember. Maybe I don't remember offhand. Sorry, but uh, I mean they have Adam Lind playing first base, mm-hmm. his former Brewer. Uh, they actually have an interesting guy that they've been playing somewhat. He's the, since his first season in the MLB. He uh, was playing for in the J- Japanese leagues. He's Korean, um, and he's like this big fat guy. I mean he's like seriously like giant gut like all of, like you see him swing it's just like like 400 pounds of like gut um crashing into the bat the ball um Pablo style Pablo style yeah but he did hit a walk off home run which was pretty good after we lost like five games in a row that was that was nice um what's your record what's that what's your record uh five and eight uh they won tonight so six and eight nice um I mean, I don't think we're going to be bad. I, you know, I don't think Nelson Cruz is going to have a repeat of last year. He certainly hasn't. Kyle Seeger hasn't been hot. He'll pick it up. That'll be good. The pitching's been pretty shitty the first go-around, but it seems like it's getting a little better. Um, Robinson Cano has been fucking crushing the ball. He was the first like week of the season, but not as much. I don't know. He's yeah, like... like he's- and he's like the best. Yeah. No, I mean, I think I think they have like a lot of the right elements, um, but I think it's not really a very cohesive team. I don't think they really. It's it's kind of a weird looking team to me. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. White Sox. Yeah. Um, better than advertised is what I would say about them. Um, going in, I mean, in the off season, everything I was reading, everybody I was following is like, uh, the White Sox are kind of, I, I guess like rebuilding would not be quite the right word, but in this like middling phase, right. we're like, we're not quite sure what we're doing, have this kind of mutant hybrid lineup of like old dudes who are like, um, you know, journeymen plus like young, nobody knows who the hell they are guys. Uh, like we, like Jimmy Rollins is a shortstop now. Uh, I like Jimmy Rollins, but he's like really old. And what's he doing playing for the White Sox right now? He played for the Dodgers last year, for the A's, Angels, I mean. I don't know. Uh, he like has traveled around like okay. so much. Yeah. Um. But they're ten and five. Um, they've played a pretty easy schedule. Like they swept the Twins, took three out of four against Oakland. 
But they were tied, right? They won tonight. They beat the Angels. Uh, yeah. They were tied for first in the AL Central with Kansas City as of, you know, April 20th. And their pitching staff, they've, they've got a pretty sweet rotation. Yes. Uh, Chris Sale uh, won tonight. He is the first four-game winner in Major League Baseball. Um, and they've got uh, this other uh, pitcher who I'm uh, liking a lot right now, uh, Matt Latos. Um, who's well, like, how's he pitched four games already? He, he was their starter on the nice opening day. Opening yeah, day. I guess it's possibly yeah. one tonight. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's 4 0. Um, so, like, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, this this dude Matt Latos, he's three and zero with a O four nine ERA. I don't know. I'm pretty excited about that. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Like I, they're probably not a playoff team still. Who did he play for last year, Latos? Your mom. The Dodgers. Wait. What? <laughs> Okay. The Dodgers. Yeah, I. You know what you were saying about the White Sox being kind of like the not a rebuilding team, but the not like a big competing team. Yeah. Like I feel like that's the Red Sox have been getting that mix wrong. Right, and this where they finished in the basement because they're like they spend a lot of money on these free agents, but then like. There's this kind of weird mix of like we have these like, super superstars coming up and they're like the future of our team, but we're paying these guys so much money to like come here and be our team now. So I feel like that's kind of a weird mix for the players. Um, yeah, well, and I do not you know envy I mean? like a general manager because from a fan's perspective, and maybe this is just me, I want my team to either be like, dude. Either blow it up and like rebuild from the bottom up, or like right. compete, right? And I'd be okay with blow it up. We're gonna suck for a couple of years, but then we'll, you know, we're gonna use our farm system. We're gonna use the draft. We're gonna make smart choices, and then we'll be good. Like what Kansas City has kind of done, right? Like we're gonna be good for an extended period of time. But right, but like Kansas City and Houston also same way yeah. they were like just really horrible for a long time, for like twenty years. Yeah, yeah. They're like yeah, twenty years from now we're gonna have the best team, like because we finished in last place and got really high draft picks, like for twenty years we're gonna be really good. And I mean, that's a hard thing. That's like a hard pill to swallow for a franchise, you know. And I wonder if you have to be, well, I mean, Houston's a big market, but maybe you have to be in a town like Kansas City where it's like people will tolerate being bad because it's a small market team. Like, the Yankees could never do that, you know. Um, but really, they're the only ones I'm thinking of. But I mean, like, look at the Mariners. The Mariners yeah. did that, essentially, from, like, 2000. Nine until last year, with their their current their that that reign of terror with Jack Zdrznik, their GM. He 
he basically inherited a team, got a team that had a ton of young talent and tried to nurture them, rushed a lot of people, had brought in some like people, but like really tried to nurture like a lot of the young talent, but they didn't, none of them, like a lot of first round draft picks and like none of them panned out. So yeah. that, that kind yeah. of, it was interesting to watch, like at least they didn't, they didn't pan out in Seattle, like, uh. People that were supposed to be like you know the next coming, um, yeah. I don't know. It's a risk. It's a risk that that they got to take. I think though, what I'm frustrated with, well, I'm not really frustrated with it because you've got your like win now, win forever teams, and then you've got like your tier two teams and your tier three teams, right? Like, like. The Yankees, it's hard, if you're a New York Yankees, it's hard to justify being like, we're going to suck for like five years. Right. And like build up our base. Like, I don't think you can do it. You have your own goddamn TV network. Right. We're not going to tolerate being shitty. Even if Steinbrenner's out, they're not going to tolerate being shitty for five, six years. Um, but on the other hand, well, every every MLB team has their own TV network, pretty much. Okay, but nobody has the market size of the Yankees do. Uh, but on the other hand, I mean, the Cubs, like, everyone's super excited about the Cubs right now. And with good reason, I think. I think the Cubs are actually good. But the Cubs are a team who has sucked for years. But it's consistently been one of the biggest market teams in MLB. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm just wondering if there's a correlation between your fan base having patience and being willing to tolerate a rebuilding project and the pressures put on general managers to be successful in order to satisfy a fan base, especially a fan base in a large metro market. Yeah. But, like, I it's mean, not like the Angels are the that's, God. that's the thing is, you know, teams who spend money, you know, like the Red Sox last year, um, who just have these huge contracts that they give out, and then they don't compete. Right. That's, like... That's really bad. But and like teams like, you know, Kansas City for so long or like, uh, you know, the Rockies maybe. Um, you know, these teams that don't spend any money, it's like okay that they lose kind of. Right. But I, right. I mean. But maybe you need like, that kind of rebuilding, culture. you know. Yeah. But with, well, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think about Kansas City where like, it became the culture of, like, it's okay that Kansas City loses. But then but also, that gave them flexibility. Go ahead. But don't you think that, like, the whole like, the whole concept of rebuilding is sort of a bullshit term? Because it's like, oh, I mean, no, t- no, no team is really never trying to win, you know? Unless it's the end of the season they want to, like, totally, like, hack it so they can get some, pe- some picks. But, like, rebuilding is just a term that they people bat around to, like, say why a team loses multiple seasons in a row, you know? 
But I think there's, I think there's, but like, it's a label that can be applied to really any team because any team is in transition towards winning. You know, right. I agree with that. I mean, I, I, what I disagree with is, is, I think that there are ways that franchises. Uh, consciously go through rebuilding versus what they do like like what I feel like the Chicago White Sox often do is we just need to be good enough one more trade you know let's win 80 games so that we can sell tickets in in September essentially like like that's what you know but the other thing is that's a strategy too like if you were like hey We've got a pretty good shot at being a 500 team. If you've got a pretty good shot at being a 500 team, then you're one trade away from being a 86 win team. And if you're right. an 86 win team, then you got an outside shot at getting the playoffs. Right. But that's facetious thinking. Okay. Um, we're at uh, one hour, two minutes right now. All right. Um, okay, do you guys want to talk politics? Oh, let's, sure. let's, let's, I gotta go. Each, so let's each, that each profession, we got five presidential candidates left in the race right now. Right. Which baseball team represents each candidate? Oh, alright, I like that. I would say, I mean, Donald Trump is the New York Yankees. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking that. Right. You're right. But Trump, imagine, like, in his head, he's right. the Yankees. Right? Like, in his head, that's who he is. But he's really the Phillies. But he's really the Phillies! Yes! <laughs> that's exactly right. It'd be like George Steinbrenner might have died and then, like, you know, moved. George Steinbrenner and Donald Trump might have been the same person the entire time. <laughs> like, we don't know that. We don't know that that's not true. That's a good one. I yeah. feel like they're peas in the pot. I mean, <laughs> like, maybe, the, maybe they're like twins separated at birth or something. It's China, I'm better right? wearing like a lot of orange makeup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They had to, they, I mean, they were friends, right? Like, they had to be friends in like, real life. Yeah. Georgie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Trump is like zombie Steinbrenner, I think. Yeah, that's I, a good call. I think Hillary Clinton is, uh... Is she actually the Yankees? No, she might be the letter she, race. She might also be the Yankees. Yeah, she might, yeah, she I might mean, be it's technological. No... The Yankees seem like the logical choice for her. She could be Cubs. I don't know, just because oh. she grew up. No, in... but I feel like I feel like she's like a dynasty candidate. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. Like she's like first lady, secretary of state. Yeah, senator, president. You know yeah. what I mean? Senator, like that's a dynasty. Yeah. So she, she could be the Mets. The Yankees. Yeah. I feel like so. So Trump thinks like, he's so. So we got Trump thinks he's the Yankees, but he's really the Phillies. I love that. Clinton is actually yeah, yeah, Kasich is clearly the Cleveland Indians, right? Yeah, Kasich is clearly the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. No, I feel like yeah, maybe, but like I feel like Kasich 
well, I don't know. I feel like Kasich has to be a team that spends a lot of money all the time and never wins. Mm. Which is not really the Cleveland Yeah, who spends a lot of money and never wins? Like the White Sox, Joe. Yeah, Nolfax, it could be the White. Yeah, I, might be the White Sox. Yeah, yeah, Casey could be the White Sox. Or the Cubs. He could be the Cubs. Is it Casey or Casey? I think it's Casey. Casey. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a hard, hard Casey. Okay. Um, Ted Cruz, Padres. Padres? No, no, yeah. probably the Rangers, right? <laughs> yes, gotta be the Rangers. Gotta be a Texas team. Yeah. yeah. He's the Dallas Cowboys, actually. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's, he's spending a lot of money on his yeah. Texas team, but yeah. nobody told him he's playing the wrong sport. Right. <laughs> he's, right. And he's only mediocre. Right. Yeah, he's really not very good. Keep putting uh, in Tony Robo. Right. <laughs> just bet the farm on Tony Romo to be his starting pitcher. Tony Romo will be his VP choice. <laughs> Sanders is the Montreal Expos. Oh, right. yeah. It's a team that never existed or doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> he's I mean, just like, arguably, arguably he's, the, he's the Red Sox, actually. I think that makes a lot of sense. Just because he's from New England? Well, that, and he, like, he can pack a stadium every night. Right. A lot of people hate him. A lot of Regardless people of how he, how he plays. Yeah. Right. Regardless right, of how he plays. Right, right, right. That's a good call. Um, he, you know, it's a small, you know, I don't know, it seems like there's a lot of things that make sense for that. Right. It's like a small market thing that has massive appeal. Well, we're not trying to small market. Small town thing. Small, yeah, small yeah, town. small town, small yeah. Town thing. Yeah. Has, has the message, the message reverberates. Right, not small market, small town. Right. right. I do like the idea of him being the expos, though. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I think it might be the expos. <laughs> French socialist. Right. He's, the, he's the only one who's still playing baseball in Montreal right now. That's big. All right. Okay. Uh, we're overtime as as usual. Um, any last words? Uh, Red Sox are going to win 92 games this year. Whoa. 92? Wow. Yeah. They're going to go there. I like it. Uh, Mariners are going to win just... 84 games. 84? Is that a lot? I don't know. It's more than half. It's like <laughs> so you think they're not gonna have a good <laughs> Um God, I I I guess they Cubs are not gonna win the NL Central. Somebody else uh, Who is? St. Louis, maybe. Yeah, maybe St. Louis. I wanna go with Pirates just because I uh, like the Pirates. I, I right. feel like you just can't keep the Cardinals down. I know, yeah. It's just the way it seems, yeah. You know? Yeah, they're one of those zombie teams. Cubs, oh, Cubs right. whooped them this weekend. Well, when did they? The, like the the St. Louis Cardinals. It's like you know, they're like the casino of 
the Major League Baseball. It's like always bet on the house, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how it goes, yeah. one, one, St. Louis always always ends up on top. Yeah, Chris Christie is the Anaheim Angels. No, dude, they won the World Series one time. He's never won the World Series. <laughs> he's, the San, he's the San Diego Padres. Yeah, he's, he's the San Diego Padres. He's like, like some might. Who is that? Spends a lot of money on like a moonshot. <laughs> Who's the Triple A team from New Jersey? Trenton. Trenton, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's probably Trent something. Yeah. yeah, Trenton. How big is Trenton? He's the uh, new, new. Oh no! No idea. No idea. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what this is. He he is the New Jersey Rocket Girls. What? I just I just googled Triple A team New Jersey. They came up with New Jersey Rocket Girls. Huh. Oh. No. Sounds I'm, like a roller. Yeah, probably Roller Derby. Yeah. Yep, totally Roller Derby. Which we should talk about. I've never... What? Yeah, I don't know anything about Roller Derby. No, it's a hockey team. Roller Derby's not hockey. No, it's not a Roller Derby team. The New Uh, Jersey Rockets, developing hockey players since 1970. Development Youth Midget? Junior. What the fuck? I just fell down a weird internet hole. So it's like D-League NBA for hockey is what it sounds like. Oh, that would make sense. Anyway, sorry guys. I just fell down an internet hole. Alright. So I'm going to play us out. This has been um, Dump on the Ump Season 2, Episode 2. You heard it here first. Yeah. Chris Christie. Welcome back to baseball, guys. Welcome back to baseball. Yes. Good to be here. It's good to be here. Thank God. Thank God. Have a good evening.